Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer, uh, joined as always by Sheldon Williams. And we're going to talk about Duke's season opening win over Dartmouth on Monday night at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, big game for Kyle Filipowski. Uh, Mark Mitchell didn't play because he's hurt. Jared McCain had a lot of fouls. <laughs> Lots to talk about, Sheldon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome to the season, right? Welcome to the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last night was... Uh... Game one for everybody, you know, kind of going into the college basketball season. So it was a good night, um, just kind of being back in the whole college basketball, you know, realm. You know, it nine o'clock was a little bit later for me, you know, especially with the time change and things yeah. like that, because I didn't realize the time change on Sunday. I woke up and I was doing some things and I was like, do you know, it's still early in the morning. I was like, it is. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. 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 That so. was tough. That made last night hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was sitting there at nine o'clock, you know, game starting, and I'm ready to go to bed. But anyway, it was a better night for Duke than um, Michigan State, Michigan State Oklahoma yeah. State lost to Abilene Christian. Um, mm. So anyway, it's, it's here, man. It's not March, but it's madness. So it's, it, anyway. it is. It is. <laughs> and that being said, it reminds me of our sponsor, Bet Online. If you want to try to get ahead and uh, on some of these things and try to pick the upsets before they happen. Uh, Bet online is your is your place to go. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and running. College basketball is here as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting actions and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Predictions thing is the important part. <laughs> all the ho- hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips, with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V, Believe, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Blue Devils started off very strong last night on the court, uh, uh, beating uh, uh, Dartmouth mm-hmm. as expected. You know, we thought they yeah. would have almost a 30 point win. Um, what was your, uh, uh, well, let's first talk about this. Mark Mitchell has a sprained ankle. We thought he was going to be a starter. He didn't play. Right. And then it impacted the lineup because they had to start Ryan Young uh, and go with two bigs. And Ryan did his usual seven rebounds. He had a couple of points. That's fine. But he played solid. Uh, but that changed the, the whole dynamic. Flip went back to the four instead of the five. Mm-hmm. And trained all offseason to play the five. And he's back at the four. He did right. really well, 25 points. But just first, what were your takeaways? What did you see? As you watched the game last night, Shelby. Yeah, so when I first heard the news about Mark Mitchell being hurt, I'm like, oh, we can't have a full team going into, you know, the season. Like, I was hoping that we have a full healthy team. I got some good news saying that, you know, it wasn't as bad. And then I even saw a clip of saying John Shire talking about, uh, you know, 50-50, whether he's going to play or not. But they kind of held him out. So I'm hoping that he's back for the next game because we're going to need him for the next two games, especially. Uh, but the fact that, uh, watching this team play, and we have two big guys, you know, being out there with Ryan Young and um, Flip. I know it wasn't the ideal matchup lineup, sorry, lineup going into the game, because I'm sure John and the staff had their own 
views of how they want to look at different things and kind of see how different people kind of you know play with each other. But you know that's the good thing about having uh, some other players that's able to kind of plug and play, and having a veteran guy like you know Ryan Young being able to kind of insert himself in in case he needs to, and just being solid like he does. So, um, but I would like to see. I know Mark didn't play, but I would like to see at least another guy on the boards. Uh, we had Flip and we had um, Ryan Young had both have seven rebounds. And I think the next highest was like three. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see at least a third guy being that because we're going to need that in the future, especially against these next two teams. We're going to need uh, help on their, you know, the, the boards. And I'm hoping that that's the case where we're going to have a third guy. I know Mark Mitchell would be that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, but it would be nice to have somebody else kind of step up as well. And, you know, one guy in mind for that job is Christian Reeves, and he got to play last night in the first mm-hmm. half. He was one of the first guys off the bench because mm-hmm. with Mitchell out, you know, he moved up in the rotation. Right. And I asked Coach Shire after the game about that and he about Christian and how far his, his progression was from last year. And the first thing he said was, you know, um, he needs to rebound. We need him to rebound. Yes, that's an area he has to improve in. He's he's a big guy. He guards the rim pretty well. Um, you know he can, uh, uh, but he's got to secure rebounds. And um, I, I guess more than anybody, you can speak to that. You can speak to the talent that goes with that. It seems like oh, he's a tall guy. He just grabbed the rebound, right? It's not that easy, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it definitely is not that easy. I mean, I know in my situation where if I want to kind of separate myself from the pack. And I'm saying the Packers, you know, my other teammates that's you know competing for the same time at yeah. my position, I had to do something that I thought I was better at than everybody else. And for me, it was defense and my rebounding. And I concentrated on that early on um, because I was trying to make sure that I was able to get on the court, you know, and play. You know, anything can happen after that once you're on the court. But I had to hang my hat on those two things. And I think for uh, Reeves, he needs to be able to see that if he wants to play more than Ryan or alongside Ryan in that second unit, he needs to be that interior defender, the defender, and he needs to be that inside presence to actually rebound the basketball. You know, no matter if it's, you know, him playing 10 minutes, him getting six rebounds in those 10 minutes where, you know, he was a factor you know, we got one shots and the way we have three guards that's able to get out and go and go on fast break real quick like that, that's going to help us out, you know, tremendously. And I'm just hoping that that's something he kind of takes. Like, hey, if I want to separate myself in that second unit, I got to rebound. I have to be able to be out there on that court to help my team. And, you know, something that we don't have is a, a strong rim protector. I can be that guy to feel that. So I'm hoping that he kind of takes that and, you know, sees these two things as, focal points for him to be able to be on the court. Yeah. And that can be, you know, it's always a positive when something negative happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if Mitchell's got to be out some, um, I'm sure he's not, you know, going to practice full speed this week because he's trying to get that ankle ready to mm-hmm. play on Friday. So there's minutes available with, the, you know, with the white team, right. That he can, yeah. he can be out there and, and, uh, and practice and, and be uh, with them. So um, I'm, I'm confident the staff is, stressing that to Christian <laughs> and uh, and that's where he could do but but you know he again he he was the guy that, that we came in and knew was going to be kind of a project he's going to be a multi-year guy uh not going to come in and be a one and done or a guy that's going to be gone pretty quickly and uh so this is this is the process and uh you know I I think there's a lot to work with there and and they can uh, certainly use him as they go forward um so that worked out well um 
overall it worked out well. Kyle Filipowski obviously was comfortable in the four spot. He ended up with 25 points, seven yeah, rebounds. Yeah. Made yeah, 10 out of 12 shots, right? Yeah, I mean, Flip's going to do what Flip's going to do. You know, <laughs> he looked good or he was uh, bullying through the smaller people uh, that was guarding him. He was able to knock down jump shots. He was able to get out and pick and rolls and they would find him on the roll. He was finishing strong and leave the basket. You know, Flip's going to be Flip. You know, that's something that we already knew kind of coming in. And now that he has good, you know, two good hips, you know, he's even uh, even stronger. So he's not going to be in any situation that's going to kind of hinder him down the line. But, you know, Flip, he was a strong uh, presence for us. You know, I was uh, I was really surprised with Caleb. And I know I said it back in yeah. uh, a couple episodes ago when I kind of ran into him in uh, L.A. and yeah. I saw him at a gym. I'm like, oh, this guy, he's going to be a bulldog. Like, he can actually get up in, in, in a fast break and kind of eat that contact. And I'm seeing it now live on TV, and he's – doing well where he's finishing it around the basket. He's getting that ball. He's pushing that thing out there in the fast break. And it's it's, it's going to be great to see, um, you know, his development alongside the starting three guards as well, too. Yeah, that was, a, that was, that was going to get to that. That was a big surprise. It was a good surprise yeah. that uh, with McCain getting in foul trouble, you know, in the first half, all three starting guards had two fouls, Proctor Roach and, 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 and uh, McCain. Mm-hmm. Um, Foster came in pretty quickly. Blake's came in and played a lot, played well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we we kind of knew what Blake's was, and I don't want to dismiss him. We'll talk about him later. But but yes, Foster that was his first game, and you know he ended up with 15 points. 15, yeah. Um, yeah, played really well that way, and what a boost off the bench. And uh, um, uh, I, I did talk to McCain afterwards. It was funny. I talked to Roach, and I said, "What advice do you have for Jared McCain?" He said, "Don't foul." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! You got to get this together. Yeah, it's, it's good, good advice. But I mean, it's easier said than done. I mean, yeah, I know I fell into that trap where I was trying to go so hard, trying to make myself uh, notice, and I was getting in foul trouble the earlier part of my freshman year as well, too. So you know, that's something that kind of that learning curve got kind of take, and sometimes it's a little bit slower than, for other guys than it is for some guys, whatever. So. But hopefully uh, this is, uh, you know, game one. Somehow it's easier for guards than it is for bigs to kind of make that curve a little bit faster than uh, others. But hopefully this is uh, a, just a, a small small bump in the road for uh, McCain. But, you yeah. know, we, we saw him uh, hitting down open shots, you know, before he was in foul trouble. I think mm-hmm. he wound up finally only like six minutes left in the, in the second half. But, you know, the fact that he was able to show that he's, he can shoot that shot when we need him to shoot that shot, and he's able to, you know, to drive. I think that's going to be a, a good piece. He just got to stay on the court to, to be able to do these things. No doubt, and and I think he'll learn from this, and uh, that's why, you know, Shire put him back in, uh, in the second half and let him play, and he yeah. got the fourth foul, left him in there. Yeah, like okay, yeah. you might foul out tonight. It's a, they're going to win the game without him. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you can learn. You can learn yeah, what it's yeah. like. Right? You can you can do that when you're up twenty, you know. So <laughs> exactly, it's bit, yeah, it's a little bit different with a tighter game, but when you're up yeah. twenty, you can you can do that. This was the night to do it. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And then yeah. uh, you have Roach, you know, who I thought was kind of quiet. Then I looked at the box score. Oh, he had fourteen, but I thought he was kind of quiet a little bit uh, during the game. You know, he had some shots here and there, but I was uh, I was hoping that I would see him um, be more of a uh, a scorer since uh, Proctor is now becoming like the main ball handler. Yeah. So I was, I was hoping that he would be kind of like, you know, more of that, that, that score. And I, I get that. And this is just the first game. And, you know, people kind of feeling, you know, each other out and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of seeing how that goes. But 
you know, seeing Proctor coming out, and I think I saw somewhere where John, they said John wanted him to shoot like at least five threes a game, and he was two four. Yeah. To that, you know, the last night with eight assists. So, but uh, the fact that you know he's feeling and looking confident, and he's running the team. I don't know if it's a new hairstyle or what, but you know, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> he is, yeah. You know, and the team only had nine turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really good, you know, strong play there. And uh, Foster, we talked about him. Let's go back to him. Mm-hmm. 15 points, uh, six out of 10 shooting, but he played 29 minutes, and didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. And that's, that's good. Yeah. I don't care who you're playing against. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. And uh, Dartmouth was a little bit, I noticed they were kind of physical early. Um, you know, they're not, not as physically gifted as Duke, right? right, right. But they're, they're tough kids. They're smart kids, obviously mm-hmm. Dartmouth. And, uh, but they, they seem to be kind of trying to push Duke around a little bit and, you know, guys like Foster, he came in and played all that way and didn't turn the ball over. So it's a really, really strong sign for him. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like what I saw. I mean, I go back to, you know, the whole bulldog look that he has where, where he gets the ball in the transition, transition. And once he put his head down and decided to attack, you know, he can eat that, con- that contact and then finish it. And he was able to kind of hang in the air on one of the plays, I think it was against maybe corner or something like that, where mm-hmm. he kind of hit him and kind of hung in the air and then uh, wind up, you know, Finished the, the layup, and I'm like, okay, this guy, he has some athleticism to his uh, his uh, his game as well, too. So it's going to be great to see because like we have a team where we can literally get the rebound or a turnover and hurry up on the other end of the court and score right away with the three guards that we have out there. Fourth guard being uh, Taylor come off the bench, mm-hmm. and then I mean even a guy like you no know, Mark Mitchell can uh, go ahead and uh, get the rebound and push it too. So we're going to be in a situation where it's going to be kind of like a, a, a track team a little bit where we can actually, you know, just get out and run and whoever's down there first gets the ball. And there were some parts of the game last night where it was flip at four guards on the court. Yep. There you go. There so you, go. you can outrun some people that way. You know, yeah, obviously when you play against bigger teams, you may not be able to do that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a weapon. John has a lot of weapons. He can, he can go to, right. Definitely. definitely. And, uh, and so it's cool. Yeah, it, it definitely. I just I, I want to see a little bit more. I know this is outdated because there's no real quote unquote post game anymore. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see Flip instead of trying to bully through the younger, more you know lesser you know phys- physical people that's guarding him to do like you know a quick hook or something that he don't have to always you know use his body to kind of wear himself out throughout the game because we're gonna need him throughout the game. So looking for easier buckets, I would like to see Flip do that a little bit more. You know, just, just a quick hitter is where I'm going to turn around and shoot over a smaller guy or I'm going to go ahead and seal him where I can just go ahead and quick layup. I don't have yeah. to sit here and just keep banging, keep banging. And then that takes, it takes a total on you throughout the game. And all of a sudden, you you might be tired at minute mark 30. You know, yeah. you still got a crucial 10 minutes left to go in the game. Yeah, and, and again, he's the guy that Duke needs to have on the court. 35 minutes at least of a game, yeah, right? Of a, yeah. of a, of a close game, you know, last night, you don't need that, but um, you're right. That that's a good idea. It's a good, that's a good point that he could start doing that and uh, save, save that pounding for, you know, for more minutes later in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and we know how much, and I wrote about this uh, this morning, how much he, how much the pounding he took last year, <laughs> you know, all the shot to the yeah. throat, the elbow <laughs> against Tennessee and the, the no calls, yes. the no calls in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff yeah, that should have been, yeah. Right. And uh, now he's he's got he said you know he felt so good he never thought about his hips until he was out of the game and he sat down 
And he's like, wow, I, I don't feel, I don't feel anything. Like there's no pain. There's no discomfort. There's no weakness. It's all, it's all good. So that, that worked out really well. And, uh, uh, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's preseason first team, all American. There's different pressure on him this year. Last year we came in, you know, lively was the big mm-hmm. top recruit, right? Flip was right. the top 10 guy, but lively was the big guy inside. Right. And, um, it kind of allowed flip to kind of be under the radar a little bit until he kind of proved that he was a really good player. This year, like it's all on him, man. He is the guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on everybody's <laughs> radar now. So there's yeah. no hiding this one right here. So yeah, everybody knows who Flip is. And I mean, I think he likes it. I mean, he's over here, he's doing the flexing every time blowing you do an one, blowing kisses to the camera. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, finding the camera at best. So it's, yeah. that's uh that's a that's a little bit different flip to be seeing right now. So you see <laughs> a more confident, a more a healthier body flip and everything. So I think it's it's good for TV, good for fans where you see the personality coming out a little bit more. Obviously, it's still game one, but I, yeah. I like I like what we're seeing uh, from our guys, and I think the the real test is going to be the next two games, obviously, because it's two top you know ranked teams, top fifteen teams, and yep. uh, with Arizona and uh, Michigan State, so it's going to be interesting to see how these younger guys grow up because they're going to have to grow up real fast back to back games. And and here we go, it's time right now. Here, you know, you had your your opener that was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Easy win. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pembroke, you had uh, uh Dartmouth, and now yeah. being real, <laughs> here comes real, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, this is real games right here. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you know, we Michigan State stubbed their toe last night at home. They lost their opener, mm-hmm. James Madison, overtime, in overtime. Yep. So yep. all credit to James Madison, but that's not good. <laughs> that's not no, good for. No. Uh, it, it happens. People think, oh, these top teams, they can just come in. And, these you know people look at the opening night slate and it's like look at all these blowouts that are going to happen right 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 and i mean you, you don't take it seriously something like that happens i mean even with the lsu women's you saw yeah. me lost you know yeah you don't take it seriously right everybody's on scholarship man and yeah, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. so you know now duke has arizona next i i still have to go back to oklahoma state losing to abilene christian i mean that's <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's a tough one too and they're coming to the triangle this week and they're playing NC State on Friday night. Abel Abilene Christmas next game is at NC State. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> they're coming in uh with uh feeling it. I got good uh good energy about them. It's like, oh yeah, we 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 belong in the same court as y'all too. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. We got this. <laughs> but uh it's gonna be great. Uh Arizona. Let's talk about that. Uh, yes, uh Caleb yes. Love's coming back. It, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what he did against Duke uh, in his history yeah. at Carolina, and he's had good and bad. I think we can predict he'll take a lot of shots. It's a matter of whether he makes them or not. That's kind of yeah, thing. yeah. So. Well, that's yeah, that's true too. <laughs> and we've seen Caleb make a lot of shots. We've seen Caleb shoot a lot of shots, and then, you know what I'm saying. So hopefully, it's the other uh, side yeah. where we, the Caleb that we actually know, like you know, be yourself, Caleb. You no, know, yeah. be yourself. So you go yeah. ahead and take all the shots you want. Uh, go ahead and get that thing uh, off the off the rim, and we go another way about it. So. But I'm, I'm sure he's going to be kind of um, hyping his team up and everything, you know, thinking he knows the, the cheat code to beating Duke and yeah. since he's been playing against Duke, whatever, whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. But I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, McCain doesn't have any more foul trouble. Um, I'm not sure who's going to be the defensive guard for us. Because um, if you look at the body of, you know, McCain or, or Foster, you can sit there and say that both of them have the, the qualities of being a defender as well. Mm-hmm. But I know still early, it'd be interesting to see who steps up as being a lockdown defender. Yeah, because, you know, Proctor kind of became that at the end of last year. He was really good, especially mm-hmm. in, at the end of the year in February and March. Um, and so, you know, we'll see if they go to that or, 
you know, Roach is the veteran. Roach mm-hmm. knows Caleb Love's game as well as anybody. They've played so many games against one another yeah, yeah. over the last few years that uh, he should have that advantage there. So, yeah, that's uh, something I'll definitely look for. We can all look for Friday night at 7 when uh, when they tip off at Cameron when Arizona comes in. And it's just great. And this is what Shire wanted to do when he set up this home-and-home home with Arizona. First one here, next year the game's out in Arizona was to add like value to the, you know, the home court non-conference, the season ticket holders, everybody pays for these tickets. And, you know, you get the run of the mill, you know, Dartmouth, those kind of teams. Right. 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 But, yeah. uh, uh, but you want to have a game like this that really gets people hyped up. And so that's, what's going to be great. And it's been a while since Duke's done this. I don't know. I'm, I, I should have looked it up uh, about your career. Uh, if you guys had many of these games when when uh, when you guys uh, th- back then, I know there was a time when Coach K still did that when they played, you know, non conference games home and home with other Power Fives. Yeah, um, thinking back, I, thinking back on it, I don't remember anything before the Thanksgiving yeah tournament. Like, you no, know, we went to Alaska for a Great American Shootout. We did the the preseason uh, NIT in New York. Um, but before Thanksgiving, I can't remember if we had a, I mean, Monday, we went Monday in my freshman year too. So, oh wow, uh, yeah, I don't remember us having actually like, you know, a big game before the Thanksgiving you know, tournament break. Yeah. So it's, it gets your attention quick, man. It's good. And, and, you know, college basketball, that's one of the things the sport is kind of dealing with is. You don't have big games in November because I mean football's still dominating everything, right? It's getting mm-hmm. down to the end of regular season and NFL and all that. So fa- basketball needs to find its way, and the Champions Classic has helped with that. And for a couple of years, that was the opening game of the season was the Champions, and now mm-hmm. they've moved back back a week, uh, so they have these other games before. But uh, yeah, it just kind of gets everybody going, and um, you know when you have these big matchups. And the beautiful thing about basketball is like whoever wins this game Friday night, it's going to be great. But the losers' season isn't over. Just like Michigan State losing to James Madison, it's not a killer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just hurts as James Madison. Sure. A a top 15 team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that hurts a little bit more. Oh, Wooden Classic. We did uh, Wooden Classic when I was in school. Okay, in California. Oh, Indianapolis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's true. I remember those. That's a good event, too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and Duke always is involved in those type of things. But it's unusual now for, you know, somebody to come to Cameron or Duke to go. That's what Shire is changing the scheduling uh, um, formula that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got some more, um, you know, coming up in a few years. They're working on some other deals after the Arizona one runs out. Because he – and with the change of the ACC now with with Cal and Stanford and SMU coming in, those aren't strong basketball programs year mm-hmm. in and year out. So you've got to find games like this in the non-conference to make sure you have the quality wins. So when it comes time for NCAA tournament, you know, uh, seating and, and getting in. Hopefully Duke won't have to worry about getting in, but the seating, mm-hmm. you've got that weapon. You've got, hey, we played Arizona, you know, on the road. Next year will be on the road yeah, in yeah. November. Yeah, yeah. So um, Michigan State, uh, you know, they lost their exhibition to Tennessee at home as well. They're, yeah, it's, I don't something's know. going I mean, on there. Something's <laughs> going on here. I'm not sure. I mean, at least Tennessee is a quality, you know, top 15, top 20 team. Yeah. Um, but the fact that now they have two losses, you know, even though only one of them counts, two losses underneath their belt, it's kind of hard to have younger players, I guess, believe in what he's got going on. Because I know uh, co- the coach Izzo, 
I know he, he he's pretty tough on the guys. And mm-hmm. I, you know, from the stories I heard, yeah, he can he can be really, you know, really hard on you. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they kind of bounce back because you know, he only recruits like you no know, quote unquote tough, you no know, minor guys. So we'll see how that happens. Practice this week won't be a lot of fun in Sparty, Phil. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I have my fair shares of that when I was in college too. That yeah, was, that's oh. right. That's right. We don't play again for another week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't have a game in two days and have all this practice. Right, right, right. Work it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, he uh, he did say, and this will impact when Duke plays next week. That like, if it's freshmen that are doing well in practice, they're going to play. He he kind of laid it down last night after the game. It's you know ridiculous the way they played, and um, so changes are going to happen. People are going to they're going to earn their playing time in practice and. Who knows what the lineup will be the next time they come out and play. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. That's yeah. Sometimes that's good for a team, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, rather have a situation early on than later on. So, yeah. you know, but I mean, I, I love the way that Duke is doing the uh, the competition early because, one, it helps us grow faster. And then, two, we have that on our resume, too. So it's not like, oh, you know, they shouldn't be deserving of a number one seed. What, what you mean? Like, we ran through the ACC and we had these guys early in the season. So yeah. there's no question about us being the number one seed. There's no, we can't get screwed about the seeding no more. Like it shouldn't be. You know, last <laughs> year, I think we got kind of screwed with the seeding last year too, but hopefully uh, there's no issue with that no more. So, well, that's, that's one thing. And, and before we wrap this up, that's one thing that's important is last night, the ACC went 14 and 0 in the opener in their yeah. openers. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at one point, Wake Forest was, yeah, well, Louisville, Louisville they, they, yeah. they did it. They got it done. <laughs> Wake Forest was down like 20 points to Elon in the first half. Oh, really? And uh, came back and won by 23. It was. Okay. I, I didn't realize that. I saw, yeah. the, I saw the ending of the Louisville game. I'm like, you can't lose uh, after the first game. Uh, I forgot who they were playing. Um, they played UMBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. They wind up uh, winning. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a tough win, but they won, though. I joked it wouldn't even have been close to the, like, most impressive win in UMBC history because of their, when they beat Virginia a couple of years ago so oh, yeah, yeah. in the tournament. That was, <laughs> that's yeah, how yeah. sad it would have been for Louisville. It wouldn't even been, Oh, well, whatever. We do this all the time, you know, yeah. but uh, anyway, but good for, but you know, the ACC has to do this. They have to win in November. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like last year, Duke won 10 games in a row and at the end of the year and, and uh, won the ACC and they got a fourth seed because yeah. the conference wasn't looked at as being worth anything because they didn't play as well in November, December. So yeah, yeah. one night the ACC got off to a good start. So yeah, there you go. There you uh, go. Big 10 sitting there with, they got, they lost to James Madison. You know, they had a little big 12 has a loss to Abilene Christian. Right. So yeah, yeah that's what, yeah. uh, that's what you gotta, gotta avoid. So anyway, all right, everybody, thanks for listening to this, this episode. Um, first games in the books, get ready for the two big ones coming up next. Um, so, uh, enjoy the weekend and, uh, appreciate bet online as always for sponsoring the believe in duke podcast they've been uh, supporting us from day one and we appreciate their support and uh very good sheldon um good luck to you and your family i know you got impending arrival yeah yeah, yeah. appreciate it appreciate it <laughs> any day yeah any day any day but uh i want to say thank you for all our, our listeners uh continue to support us uh, subscribe and uh, look out for more content And as always, let's go Duke. Okay, very good. We'll see you all next time, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.